Coaches, entrepreneurs, high performers, and all those who are striving to make a positive impact on your community, welcome to Elevate. I'm your coach, Colin Mason, and my mission is to help you feel more in control. Expect to see massive growth in your mindset. Expect to see a difference in your energy levels and expect to discover how to create and maintain positive momentum. This podcast is designed to deliver action-packed strategies to help you systematically produce results that align with your ultimate vision. I can't wait to get started. Let's go. What is going on? Welcome back to Elevate. This is your host, Colin Mason, episode 156. Today, we're going to smash, we are going to smash the uh, preconceived notion that morning routines have to be this rigid and strict schedule that we stick by, that it is an extension of our to-do list for our days. And as potentially entrepreneurs, but for sure, high performers, if you listen to this, you're a high performer. Um, and for my coaches that are listening, we have clients to take care of. We have families to take care of. We have just a crazy lives, right? Crazy lives. And, uh, I think that it is crucial to nail the morning um, because that's how we're going to get the energy. That's how we're going to get our focus in check um, so that when we start our day, when we start our lives and our careers and our jobs and our businesses and everything else that comes with it, um, that we're locked and loaded. They're ready to go. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. I did a training for my community that I coach for and they got a lot out of it. They got a lot out of it. There was a lot of actionable takeaways that they found um, to start to implement. And I want to just simplify this process because I've studied this forever. For years and years, I've studied this morning routine because, you know, I mean, when you start this personal development journey, there is a huge push to get up really early, right? There's a, if you want to be successful, you got to get up at 4 a.m. and you got to start grinding right away, right? And all these kinds of things. Or, these eight activities you must do every single morning or else you suck and you'll never be a millionaire, right? The millionaire morning routine, the 5 a.m. club, there's all these things that are portrayed in this world of personal development and high performance. And I just want to smash them today. I just want to break them and just show you um, how to build a system that works for you that you can be consistent with. And that's the biggest thing I want to talk about is consistency. If we're not going through our morning routine or some kind of system in the morning consistently, it is not, you're not being as effective as you could be, right? If we're, it's like this, it's like if you're training for a marathon um, and what, what do you think would be more, uh, would, would impact your race time better? Would it be um, consistently running four or five days a week um, or every day, you know, doing some kind of running drills or some kind of running every single day or one time a month or once a week getting out and just running like crazy. Um, I kind of led you if I was in a courtroom, they would be like, uh, you know, leading the witness or whatever, <laughs> but like, do we just want to be consistent? All right. More of the stories. We just want to be consistent with our morning routines because it trains our brains. It trains our bodies to expect, you know, this is what I do to prime myself. This is what I do to get ready for the rest of the day. And so I want to just walk through the three phase system that I have established um, as a system and as a routine for myself. Um, and I just want to put a little caveat in there that this is a, a 
a very fluid process. This is not a strict, this is not a rigid process. This is not a to-do list. This is not a checklist. It is simply a framework or a just a system that you can implement into your mornings to kind of give it a little bit of structure, but still have that fluid characteristic to it. So let's dive in. Um, I call this the morning, morning mastery system, and I am a little obsessed with it. Um, a little obsessed with it because it, it works and I really like how consistent I can be with it. Now, is my wake up time consistent every single day? No, it's not. It's not. I have an aura ring now. I've been having it for about, uh, I would say maybe three weeks. Sorry, boxers going off. Let me turn off this sound here. Um, I've had it for about three weeks. Um, and it's given me a tons of insights on my sleep quality when I get to sleep. Um, you know, my deep sleep, my REM cycles, like all these different things that I get to look at now. And it's given me tons of insight. And so I've been, I've been kind of experimenting with my, my, when I go to sleep and then when I wake up to try to optimize and maximize, because I used to be just like, you know, get up at 4am, like get up at 4.30 and like start crushing it and just get into work, not get into work necessarily, but just like go do things like execute. Right. Um, and I would just notice that I would be kind of anxious. Um, I'd be kind of anxious um, during those times, or I'd just be so tired that nothing was really effective. And so I've been experimenting, um, getting up a little later um, than that. And I've been trying to just trying to feel out, you know, how to maximize my energy for the entire day. Because what I noticed is that when I would get up early like that for 4, 5 a.m., I would uh, kind of crash around 1.30, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock-ish. Um, and then the rest of my day would just be totally useless. I just wouldn't be able to recover after that point. And so, um, yeah, I'm trying to experiment. So I'm trying to experiment. I'm trying to look at this as a scientist rather than as an emotional human being. So I think that's really crucial to think about is like as we go through as we go through these systems and these processes and we are looking at kind of analyzing the way we're operating and our energy levels and all these things to not get caught up in the emotions of it, but rather just looking at it as if you were a scientist, as if you were someone uh, on the outside kind of looking at the data and looking at the facts rather than kind of getting caught up in like the emotional of like, oh my goodness, like I'm not, you know, just the emotions that kind of take over and kind of and direct us to leading to making the decisions that maybe aren't best for us, right? Okay, so morning mastery system. I I'm obsessed with this process. Um, it's taken me a while. Little background when I was a strength and conditioning coach for a division three college. I would run sessions for men's and women's basketball starting at 4.30 in the morning. Um, and that was only because that group of people needed to catch the train after their workout to go into their internships into the city, into Boston, because we were outside of Boston. And so that's why we started so early. But the other sessions were 5 a.m. and 6 a.m., right? And so you know, I was getting up at 345-ish to, to drive to the gym, uh, to set up the gym, to make sure everything was rock and rolling, and to kind of make sure that I was wide awake and like excited and hyped, you know, by the time they arrived at 430. Because if I, as a strength conditioning coach, if I am then the, the leader of that program, uh, if I wasn't like, you know, if I wasn't on it, 
then how can I expect them to do it? Like, how can I expect them to show up with energy and stuff? So I would get there really early, get there about four, kind of start setting up because I made sure that they got there 10 minutes, at least 10 minutes early. Um, and so they would get there at 420. And so I had to be set up and ready to go by, you know, by 410. Like that was like my goal every time. So I would get up really early and, you know, put on my hat, get over there and, uh, and rock and roll. So um, that was a really brutal awakening at, at 345. When I look back and I look at the alarm systems that I was using, when I looked at my wake up, I call it the wake up protocol. I was miserable. I was excited because I of the activity that I was doing. I was excited because I was going to train some basketball players. But the first 10, 15 minutes of me being awake was just brutal. Um, and I look back to that wake up protocol and I can see why. And I'm sure some of you who are listening to this have this exact same setup, the same protocol. And oh, I hope today you change it. I hope today you get some awareness and you analyze and go, you know what? Enough of this. Enough of these brutal alarm clocks that wake me up. I jump out of bed and I get really scared and anxious and, you know, whatever. So to break down what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the wake up protocol. I'm talking about phase one of this system. Um, it takes about Oh, man, one minute to about five minutes, maybe even a little bit more, one to 10 minutes, let's say, right? And it is the first 10 minutes of when you your alarm first wakes up. When you first open your eyes, the time starts, right? And it's the first couple of minutes. Now, it's really, really crucial because if we don't master this phase one, we'll snooze the alarms, we'll get into bed. Well, I mean, we'll, you know, we'll crawl back into bed and we'll, you know, sleep for another couple hours maybe, right? Or we'll sleep for the dreaded nine minute cycle or seven minute cycle of when our alarm kind of resets and then scares us again with that alarm. So um, this is the wake up protocol phase one of this system. And if you're taking notes, um, just to kind of map this whole, whole thing out, this is called the morning mastery system phase one, the wake up protocol, and it takes about one to 10 minutes. And I look at my alarm clock. I used to look at my alarm clock and just hate it. I would hate setting the alarm on my, I'm using it on my, on my iPhone. And it was like the default ringer. So it was like the bam, 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 just brutal, brutal, brutal. And um, I, as I was transitioning and as I was working through the system, I changed it to songs. Um, I changed it to vibes by the baby, which I don't know, it starts off by going like, let's go, you know? And so I, it's kind of funny because I've been using that as my secondary alarm. So to explain this quick protocol, I have a sunrise alarm clock that I use and I've talked about it I, bl I believe on this podcast before and it's a it's basically a big ball of bright shiny light um, and 10 minutes before my alarm goes off um, it will start to lighten my room will start to brighten my room um, and then when my alarm goes off and I open my eyes so the, the alarm is this little birds chirping it's just this really really soft birds chirping chirp 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 and it gets me enough, wakes me up enough. So I open my eyes and as I'm opening my eyes, my room is bright as can be, um, no matter what time of what time I set the alarm, because, um, it's a, it's a sunshine, it's a sunrise alarm clock. It's like, so, so does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Um, so my alarm goes off the little birds chirping and my room is really bright. Now this has helped me so much with my morning kind of anxiety or anxious feelings that I feel, um, because as a high performer, I want to do everything really well. Um, and sometimes when I wake up, I just 
in instantly get kind of anxious because I, you know, oh, you know, do I have meetings today? What time? What time is it? Did I, did I miss anything? Like, you know, I just start all these questions start coming up and I just makes me really anxious. So um, I got the sunrise alarm clock to kind of smooth, to kind of calm um, my morning routine. And so I've been using that. And then what I do as kind of the um, as part of the system, but kind of as a backup is I, I have vibes by the baby, which is a song and I have it on my phone across my room. I put it on like my little dresser across my room. And so what that does is after my alarm goes off, like after the initial alarm goes off, um, I will have to stand up out of bed and move, which is the second part of the wake up protocol. So you have the alarm system, right? The sound and the placement of it. And then the second part of the wake up protocol in this phase one is movement, getting out of bed and actually moving. Um, and so for me, as I put my phone across the other side of the room, so I have to get up out of my bed, walk over to my phone, turn that alarm off. And now that I'm already on the other side of my room, it's really easy for me to go get a glass of water, which kind of concludes phase one, which is just the movement, right? Starting into transition into phase two, which is our morning routine, right? And so after I shut off the alarm clock, I walk downstairs, I get a glass of water. And after I do that, now I'm like kind of awake. Right. Um, and this takes, I don't know, it really doesn't take long. That's why I said it takes about one minute, maybe to five minutes if you're kind of slow in the morning and you want to go down and start making coffee or something. So it does, it, for some people, it may take a little bit longer, but for me, it takes like three minutes. It's so, so quick. Right. So that's phase one. Um, let me know if that makes sense. Um, holler at me on Instagram or my text community and just let me know you're listening listen to this and um, if that makes sense because I hope it does. Okay. Phase two, phase two of the morning mastery system. This is a morning routine. This is so flexible. This can be a combination of many, many, many things. Um, things that, in my opinion, and from my experimentation and my analysis of me and clients, um, is that this should be something that you look forward to and something that you enjoy. It's something that makes you feel good. Um, for me, that's inspiration, that's mental training, and that's movement. Those are the three areas or categories of things that I look for to include into my morning routine. Now, for some people, um, they like having a lot of things that they do. Um, but the key thing that I talked about in the beginning of this episode is that this morning routine, I, I hesitate to use the word should because everyone has their own opinions. But what I have learned is that as high performers, the more to-do lists and task lists and check boxes and things that we want to complete, the less effective it is because we're just doing it to check it off rather than actually enjoying it. So I'm hesitant to say the word should, but I will use it anyway and just take it with a grain of salt. Our morning routine here in phase two should be more fluid and you should go off of feelings rather than checking things off a to-do to list. All right, let me, let me give you an example of what I mean. If you want to journal, if, if now what I'm doing is I'm, I'm, I'm analyzing things that make me feel good or that put me in, a, in the proper state so that when we transition to the rest of our day and into our lives or, or work or career or business, that we feel good and we're energized, we're inspired and we're ready to go. So that might include like journaling or reading or running or I mean, you know, I'm just making all these up things that I know 
after all like years of research that people like to do in the morning. So journaling, reading, we got meditating, meditation, right? Meditation. We also have what else do we have? What do people like to do in the mornings? Ah, there's a whole bunch of things. Let's just stick with those though. Journal, reading, running, and meditation, right? You could also do like vision work. I know a lot of people do a lot of vision work where they kind of tap into their vision um, or kind of look at their goals, like goal setting kind of stuff, right? And so whatever. So let's just keep with those things. So what I have done in the past and what other people have done in the past because I've talked to them is they would make a checklist of all these things. So they would write down five or six things that every person should do in their morning routine, right? You read all these blogs and you read, the, watch these YouTube videos and these books and they say, you know, this is, these are the five step morning routine that every millionaire should have or whatever, right? And they make it like a checklist. They make it like a step one, step two, step three, step four, right? And what happens is if we don't complete that checklist, we'll feel like our morning was wasted or that we're failures. Or I had on my training yesterday, I had clients say that they feel shame or feel guilt if they don't complete their morning routine. And my response to them and my plea to you is to not set up your morning system so that you feel guilty or you feel shameful for not doing it, right? This is something that should put you in the proper state to go to work. And if you're already feeling shame and guilt as you transition into your work or your business or whatever, the rest of your life, um, it's just going to carry over and we're not going to be effective. We're not going to be high performers. So what I want you to do is I want you to like analyze and figure out what are the activities that you and activities, right? Just stick with me. Just, I think they're activities. Let's just say it like that and analyze and, and select activities that, you know, put you in that proper state. All right. So for me, it's journaling, reading, running, and meditation, right? For this example. Now, what I believe our phase two morning routine should look like is it should be a combination or a variety of these activities. Does it need to be all of them? It very well could be if you're feeling it, or it could be just a combination of them. So today I could be, hmm, what am I feeling? I'm really feeling like journaling. Boom, one. And oh, I, I want to go for a run. I'm energized. I'm like, I'm, 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 you know, it's Tuesday. I really want to go for a run. Okay. So I'm going to journal and run. Those are the two things that I'm going to do today. And after I execute them, I'll, I'll, kind of look back and be like, hmm, okay, what time is it? Okay, it's 6.30 in the morning. I, I want to read a little bit too because I'm feeling the reading. And so notice how this is a fluid process. This is not a really rigid to-do list checklist task thing that I check off, right? Which I've done in the past. It just doesn't work well for me and other people that I've worked with. So we keep it nice and fluid. So we started off journaling. We got inspired. Now that I'm inspired, I go for the run. I come back. I check in with myself. How am I feeling? Where's my time at? Okay, I want to I wanna read something. So I pick up a book. Um, right now I'm reading um, Relentless by Tim Grover. So I pick up read the book and I start reading. I read about 15 pages and then I check the time and I go, you know what? I think I'm good. I think I'm going to go take a shower. I'm going to reset so that when I transition into phase three, I'm ready to go to work right? Or start my career or drop the kids off at school or whatever it might be, right? And so what I'm trying to communicate here is that there is no right way to do phase two. There's no, this is the right way or this is the wrong way or anything like that. I've just noticed that if I do checklists and if I do things to 
check off, it puts more pressure on me than it does to, you know, make me feel good. And I believe that the morning mastery system should make you feel good so that when you transition to the rest of your day, you're ready to rock, you're energized, you're, you're just, you're feeling good. Okay. So does that make sense? I hope that makes sense on phase two. So phase one is our wake up protocol. That is the alarm system. Um, how are we, where are we placing it? What are the sounds that we're waking up to? And is there movement involved? Movement meaning getting out of bed and moving to a secondary location. So that's wake up protocol. That's phase one. Phase two is our morning routine. This could take anywhere from 10 minutes to three hours. Um, and it should be fluid and it should be based off of feeling and um, inspiration, right? Because if we want to immediately put ourselves in that state of feeling good and inspiration so that when we transition to phase three and then transition into our workday, we are ready to rock and roll. All right. Hope that makes sense. Let's move on. Phase three. Thank you for sticking with me. If you've gone this far, we're 20 minutes in. This is powerful. I hope. I hope there's one little uh, one little takeaway, there's one little action tip that you can take and you can start to implement and you can start to implement into your morning routine so that it is maximized and optimized. Okay. You don't need to do this whole thing. You don't need to take my entire system and implement it exactly the way I do. However, it is a kind of a, a proven and it's just a good system to base yourself off of if you are feeling stuck and inconsistent. Okay. So phase one, phase two, now phase three. Now this is the transition. This is the big thing that I was talking to my clients yesterday on the training is separating the environments of work and our morning routine. And so for me, my morning routine can be done on, um, it can be done downstairs or it could be done on my beanbag chair that's to the left of me, right? I'm currently recording this in my workstation. Um, and the way my room is set up is I have my desk in the same room that I sleep, which is in the same room that I have my beanbag, right? So it's a little bit more um, restrictive than, than you potentially. You may have separate rooms. And so this is how I'm going to just talk about it the way I have mine set up. But I want you to kind of visualize the way your environment is set up and how can you start to establish it um, to effectively transition to new um you know, new phases like this. Okay. So phase two for me is done on my beanbag. Um, and that's where I do my brain training and my reading and my kind of like my journaling that I do. And so I have that, I do that on the beanbag. And then when I'm transitioning from phase two to phase three, I'll leave that environment and I'll separate those environments. So I'll leave that environment and I'll come over to my desk, which is where I do my work. And in this place is now where I'm starting to transition. And so this takes anywhere from three to 15 minutes for me. Um, and what I do is I do my tracking. Now I have a sheet and message me on my text community or on Instagram and let me know um, if you want this tracking sheet, because this is the sheet that, oh my goodness, um, tracks the things that are really important to me tracks the metrics that I want to keep track of. And I've looked at these over the past couple of months and I've seen a couple of trajectories. I'm uh, not trajectories. I've seen a couple, um, um, what's the right word? What's the right word? Not trajectories, but rather the highs and lows, the peaks and valleys, the, the ups and downs, right? I get to track it over time. And I say, okay, this week period 
was I was really low on energy. Why? And I get to analyze, um, you know, how was my movement that week? Or how was my morning routine that week? How was my sleep? And I look at these different metrics that I know impact my performance um, and my energy, and I get to <clears throat> analyze it from there, right? So being a scientist. So if you want that sheet, message me and I'll get it to you for sure. So what I do is in this transition period time, I'll leave my beanbag and I'll come over to my workstation and I will get out my iPad. And on this iPad has this tracking sheet where I check in with my energy, my motivation levels, my sleep quality, my sleep timing. And now I have my aura ring. So I'm really accurate with that. Then I check in with my core four, my nutrition, my hydration, my movement and my rest and recovery. And I just kind of rate it. Then I move into kind of my morning routine tasks that I've laid out, which is basically movement, drinking water, um, brain training, and reading. Those are the things that I know um, are put me in the proper state. They put me in the right um, state so that when I start my day, I'm feeling good and inspired and, and mentally ready to go. Right. And so now that I'm sitting in my workstation, I'm looking at my big whiteboard in front of me that has all my projects, all my KPIs, all of my, um, yeah, just everything that I'm working on for work. And then I have my big book stack and my bookshelf behind me. I have a huge um, canvas picture of the three men that inspire me, as well as, um, you know, Spartan Warriors, a nice sunset and um, the man in the arena quote. And so if you see any of my videos on Instagram, you'll see that beautiful um, picture that my sister created for me behind me. And so I'm just in an environment that that inspires me more, right? I'm in an environment that makes me feel really good. And so as I'm transitioning, as I'm going into phase three, I'm starting to transition from my morning routine into my work. And that's all it is. It's just a transition of environment and a transition of kind of um, mental energy, mental, you know, not physical energy, but just like mental and emotional energy. Like I'm, I'm charged, I'm inspired and I'm ready to go. So that's it. I, I want to keep this really simple. That's the morning mastery system. Phase one, wake up protocol. Phase two, it's our morning routine. Phase three, it's the transition. Okay. Whew. I know that was a lot. I know that was a lot. Thank you for sticking with me. Um, I've studied this. I've studied this. I've learned what works best. I've watched clients implement things like this. And I've seen what destroys, what takes you out of consistency in a morning routine. And it is generally the rigidness and the strictness of wake-up times and on activities that we do, right? And checking them off and and making sure that we do all of them. And we do, you know, and I, again, like, I think it just comes down to a personal preference in designing a system that works for you so that you're consistent. And that's the most important thing. So let me know if this makes sense. Phase one, phase two, phase three of the morning mastery system. And I will see you on the next one. Much love.